going to go through the life and times of Wendell Bryant. So, you know, we're going to start off with obviously those first early years. When you first started playing football, when somebody introduced it to you, was it something that you wanted to do? Was it football something that you were like, oh, I see football, I want to play that? Or were you doing a ton of other things before football? Well, once I started out just like any kid with the rest of the kids in my neighborhood, uh, we were just football. Yeah, you know, just neighborhood football. Yeah. We're just out there. You know, the uh, we're playing in the street. Uh, sideline is open, like basically because that's everybody's yard. So that's yeah. the grass. So yeah. if you got caught on the sideline, you might have got hit up a little <laughs> bit. So I understood early that I was definitely a little bit bigger than everybody else, but yeah. I definitely wasn't as fast as everybody else. But then once the speed started to catch up, once I got in a, to I say uh, eleven, once I got to be like a seventh, eighth, ninth grade, yeah. then my stepdad was like. Are you gonna play football? So hold on, so 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 leading up to seventh or seventh, eighth grade, you didn't play any organized football. No organized football. I was I tried to probably um the start of my eighth grade year, but I was um at the time when I came in, I was like six three, probably two hundred. Hold on, hold on. Into seventh grade? In the eighth grade. In eighth grade. And like going into eighth grade, like coming like the middle of eighth grade. Like coming out of it, I was about six three, two hundred and like ten wow. pounds. Yeah, I was a big dude. So, so, so that first grade through sixth grade, you were just always bigger than everybody. Like, I was I, just, a, I was more of a huskier kid. Like, okay. I was just kind of like, you know, like kind of a short little pudgy kid. So, so you like didn't a, play any like Pop Warner or any of that. No Pop Warner. That's none crazy because that. yeah. that's similar to me. I didn't first play football until I got for us in North Carolina. It was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade was still junior high. Yeah, and then tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. So. Then we need to just skip right to like. So, what were you? There were no other sports you were playing. I mean, obviously, football wasn't your. You weren't playing football at the time. So, baseball, basketball, none of that was going on during your little years. Well, no, during the little years, for the most part, it was just going to school. It was just playing outside in the uh, playing outside in the street with the friends. Because also during that time, there was a little bit of an economic gap to where you had to have stuff for cleats. You had to have stuff for you know to travel to have the yeah. pants and the rest of that stuff. And at the time, you know, my mother didn't have you know the the money in order right. to be able to do. So, so really, besides just the my size, also you know economic status kind of hinders yeah. you from being able to participate in certain sports, especially in the in the city. Yeah, like luckily yeah. my grandparents lived in the county, uh-huh. so I was able to go out there. But even then, they charged out there yeah, unless yeah. and unless you lived in the district and you were able to actually you know like said like uh, show verification like I'm at uh-huh. this address, uh-huh. then you couldn't play. Oh, wow. so yeah. So it's different because see, in the South, it was just football was everywhere. There was Pop Warner leagues everywhere, but I didn't play football at an early age just because my mom was like, "You're gonna get hurt." Like she was just like, "You're not playing." And my mom's military. You know my mom just yes. like I know your mom. So yeah. you know, once mom was like, "That's it," it was like, "Yes, ma'am." Right. So you didn't play any of the sports. So when you got to seventh, eighth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade. This was just all from being in the neighborhood, just playing with other kids and just competing. Yes, and then it was finally like once I finally got to high school, finally that end of that eighth grade ended. I went over to um, basically it was a Matthew Dickey Boys Club. That was my the first like time. a YMCA. Yeah, like a YMCA. Okay. So that was my first attempt at playing football. And basically, they told my mom like, uh, "Okay, well he's." He's so big, like he's 12, he's 11, 12 years old, but right. he's going to have to play with the 15-year-olds. Wow. And from a standpoint of, you know, yeah, like mentally. physical, like mentally, yeah. he's going to get demolished. So yeah. we don't necessarily want to throw him out to the wolves so early. Uh-huh. So maybe he should just wait until high school. So she kind of took heed to that. Um, and it was kind of, you know, for me, I was kind of like, well, that kind of stinks. You know, I definitely wanted to get out there and I wanted to be playing with my friends and playing a little bit earlier. But I'm I blown away. I'm why. sorry. I know you're looking at me like, yeah. what's wrong with you? I'm like listening to this and I'm like, this is such an unorthodox story 
to get to where you ended up. Like, I would have thought, well, he's been playing football all his life. I mean, no. you just all of a sudden decided, okay, mom, I want to play football. Well, we got to wait. And then you started playing, and you started playing in what grade was the first time? Ninth. Ninth grade. So Ninth is that grade. high school? Or That's high school. That, so you're so you're in high school now. This this is blowing my mind because I've known you for so long, and I've right. never heard this story. I've never. I just assume here's how your path went. Right. So when you got ninth grade football and you finally had an opportunity to get out there on the practice field and be around, now you're in high school. You're around these kids that are your size. Are you still as big and imposing, or are you just one of many? I am still as I would say as big and imposing. Like even when I got to high school, um, I was still uh, head and shoulders above a lot of the other kids there. There was probably one more kid, Kevin Robinson, uh, that was somewhat my size, but he was still only about six one, six two. There was a kid, Sean Embry, that was my size, but he was like six six, a little bit skinnier. And there was a guy, James Atkinson, but he was like six six, a little bit skinnier. So there were some guys. Really, the Embry kid was the only one because he was about six six, two fifty, but I was like six four. 210, 220 pounds. And ninth then one, grade. And then like ninth grade. And then once I got wow. to, um, then I gained probably about, probably the 20, 30 more. So we're looking at like my, we're looking at, probably gained about 20, 30 more pounds. So we're looking at like my sophomore year, like going into the middle of that. I'm like 6'4", 250 pounds. Man, I would love for Deuce to be that size right now. <laughs> so you were a sophomore. So, okay, obviously you played varsity. From ninth grade on? No, no, I didn't what? play. I had to develop too because I didn't play for any of the other years. So when I first got when I first got in, like I played freshman, I played freshman football. Yeah. So I played freshman football, and then went through that period because we were a terrible high school team. Like we yeah. went yeah. one I, and nine. I understand that. My freshman <laughs> team was one and nine, uh, and even the varsity team they went about two and eight. Um, and two and eight, my freshman and uh, sophomore years. Then I got on probably about the middle of my sophomore year, and then, um, and then even the sophomore team, we we went zero and ten or something wow. like that. So finally got to my junior year. Uh, we finally started, and the only reason I ended up starting was I finally went to the to the defensive coordinator, and I was like, like, hey, you know, I've been, I was wondering, could I get some de- could I get some reps to D tackle? You know, right. I was really, you know, wondering if I could. Get, yeah. get in there to try. Like, so how, he, how does a, a kid approach a grown man about playing time? Like, that's that's tough because I can even hear it now listening to you. You're like, right. like, hey, like, coach, how do I, I don't want to upset anything. you. I don't want to piss you off. He but was more I taken aback. He was more taken aback from the simple fact that we were, you know, we weren't really that good. So he was just happy that the fact that, like, I had. He was just happy the fact that I had the confidence enough to even walk up to be like, sure, you can get in there, and then. Kind of from there it was a wrap. Like I never so once you got in there, the you didn't even look back. I never left the field. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's amazing to me because like, and you're younger than me. You're like five years younger than me. So sometimes I forget that. But it's unheard of for a kid just to say, "I've never played football before. I'm walking out on this field and I'm gonna start playing." And then a year well, and organized a half football. Well, yeah, yeah, organized, yeah, yeah. Like you playing with your friends, like you knowing, like okay, yeah. there's linemen. You're playing the video game. You know stuff yeah. like that. You but, know the basics. But you being like, okay. This guy's coming at me. This guy's going this way. I got to watch for this yeah. backside guy stepping oh back this God. way. Is it a pass? <laughs> Is it a run? Is it a play? Like, once you get to that level, like, uh-huh. yeah, I would have never thought that I would have gotten to that level, especially how I started off. So I, I do understand what yeah, that means. That, yeah. that's, that's cool. So during all this time, so ninth grade, 10th grade, now we got to put mom in here. Yeah. <laughs> so is I obviously know this, but we're, we're telling people who don't know, Describe your mom as a football fan or oh, a fanatic. Oh. Is that is that a better? <laughs> She's more of a fanatic, I would say. Well, definitely, she got the love from her and I. Her and I both got the love from my grandfather. Uh, he was definitely a football fan. He played uh, when he was back 
well, this would have had to been like in the 30s and wow. 30s and you know early oh, late 30s, early 40s, sometime wow. like that. He played like semi pro and played in high oh, school, okay. stuff like that. He was valedictorian of his uh, of his middle school of his middle school class, so he was you know really up there, but wasn't able to get wasn't able to have size wise be able to go into the next level yeah, to play football. Yeah. But I think he actually you know played lineman in his day, you know. But he was only it's like funny you know, how five, fast eight. forward a generation yeah. or two generations. And now here's your grandson playing, and it's just funny right. how that genetics works. And he's like five, and he's only you know to an extent like uh, I'd say five eight, five eight, five nine. Um, wow. So you know back then at that day, you know he wasn't necessarily the biggest, wasn't necessarily the uh, the fastest, but you know he played real hard and he worked his he worked his tail yeah. off, you know, yeah. at his position. Um, so fast forward, he went to the Korean War, um, got up out of the Korean War, and ended up coming back here. Uh, and took his GI Bill and then moved uh, my mom and moved my grandmother all the way out into the suburbs. So from there, you know, my he would be sitting there with my mom and they would be sitting there watching football games. And this back is, you know, this back in like, you know, 50s, like, oh, you wow, know, 50s, yeah. early 60s, yeah. like, you know, back in those days when mm-hmm. it first started to get color TV, you know, he's <laughs> first, he's now, you know, one of those, one of the few, you know, spot black spots out there, you know, in a, a particularly, you know, not white dominant, whitely dominated neighborhood. Um, but it was one of those things that, galvanized everybody in the community was yeah. football. Yeah, it was yeah, like no yeah. matter who your neighbor was, no matter who your person was, no matter what side of the block you lived on, everybody dug football. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. it was a it was a beautiful thing to see. So yeah. my mother and him, you know, from that time cultivated that relationship or cultivated that love of the game and then for me it was just it was nothing after the fact. Like yeah. I didn't really realize how much of a fanatic my mom was <laughs> until I started to play uh in like high school and then I started to get into the college game cuz right. she would, you know, She's definitely a football fanatic. She would leave, you know, her job at Chrysler. This had to be like Friday night sometimes uh-huh, at like yeah. two o'clock in the morning and drive five hours all the way up, you know, go check into the Red Roof Hotel and then come find me, see me real quick yeah. and, you know, go into the game. So you go, I'll play good. the game, get done with the game. And then she would be at my house, meet me at the house and, you know, be cooking food and, yeah. you know, cook yeah. food for all That's the rest of the guys. That's how she still does. Yes. She absolutely still does it because – so when – so you're in high school yeah. and then you, you get to your junior year. Like, when did you start getting that that notoriety, that like, oh, Wendell Bryant, Wendell Bryant, he's good, he's good. Because, I mean, like I said, when I looked you up, I'm like, Wisconsin, during that time, I mean, you know, that was a run-heavy – league I say a league but it's oh. changed now to pass rush but you had to be physical you had I mean hard-nosed football players so when you got a call from Wisconsin saying hey when do we want you and all these other schools like what was that like for you what was that like for your mom because I know for me and my mom that was a that blew our mind it was the first time either one of us had ever been through that so like what was that like for you getting that notoriety and then what was it like for your mom trying to keep balance that ego and also balance that, wow, my baby's got a real chance at this. Well, for the most part with the ego, I think I kept my own ego in check because I had super anxiety. So I was just basically out there just <laughs> yeah. playing as hard as I possibly could so I didn't get embarrassed. Yeah. So yes. through that yes. playing, you know, through that playing and that initial and that also that added fear of I do not want to get embarrassed out here and I do not want to have my face in the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that kind of helped the situation. So for my mom – she, she really didn't necessarily need to keep my ego in check because I already kept my own ego in check, right, for example. Yeah. And then my grandfather was there. Yeah. Like, luckily for me, my grandfather was that that's, that steady force and that steady, you know, uh, pat on my back from, 
you know, from adolescent years of, you know, 11 and 12, because my mother actually moved up to Indiana for a, a bit of time, but mm -hmm. I still wanted to stay down here. So right. for at least about 18 months to a two year period, I stayed with my grandparents. Okay. And during that time, you know, at the time I'm getting moving away from my friends. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like, you know, this is about to be terrible. <laughs> you know, this is about to be the worst. And to an extent it was a little bit, it was like, you know, this is, it's hard to get used to. You know, yeah. I got I got regular TV, you know, I just got a basketball <laughs> hoop outside. It was nothing to do. But during that time, I learned through that solitude, the discipline needed. And I learned the, uh, I learned the discipline and I never, Learn the um, I say the work ethic needed yeah, yeah. in order to persevere, in order to be able to, yeah. to last in high school, and, and the work ethic that I did learn was able to carry me through not only high school but to college and into yeah, the pros. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So now it's senior year. What were your top five schools, and then why did you choose Wisconsin? Like, okay. you, so you have these, you know, all these schools. You have to weed them out. You've narrowed it down now to your let's just, not even top five. Let's say top three schools. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Wisconsin is one of them. Like, what led you to that final Wisconsin is where I want to call home? Well, I mean, at the time, I was, like, I was playing football, but I wasn't necessarily focused on football. Like, I was just trying to play football to get to school because I understood, you know, even through having conversations with my grandfather, he was like, I don't know how we're going right. to get you to college. Like, there, that money does not exist. Like, we might be able to get you to a community college, but right. you would still have to, you know, do a whole bunch of other extra things in right. order to be able to get a D1 shot. Right. So I understood that. And with that, I just tried to work as hard as I possibly could while I was playing football in high school mm -hmm. to get that shot. Now, once those shots came around, you know, it was just – I was super overwhelmed, you know, super, you know, just excited and yeah, super yeah. like, you know, wow. Like, I can't like this is this me? Is this is like, really happening? Like, and for real, me? And like, wow, I, I didn't think I was this good. <laughs> even still to this day. You know, like, and, yep. I, and I have those conversations with kids. It's like, I never thought that I would be this good or I never thought that I mm -hmm. could be this good. It's no. like you never – and you're not supposed to. You're just supposed to work. Yeah. You're supposed to put your head down. You're supposed to do the work and get it in. And then that right. way you're supposed to have a bit of confidence as far as like determination-wise. Right. But don't you know, don't let your ego get too far out of out right. of whack with anything. Uh -huh. Just you just want to stay forward and you just want to stay focused as far as um being able to be present in the moment. Right, right. You know, right. like don't get too far ahead. Like oh man, I can't wait till I get to the pros or I can't wait till I get to college. Just right. being the that for that day. Right. right. You know, because I think a lot of the times, um, you know, whatever age, whatever time period is that age group of 15 16 17 18 we get ahead of ourselves we right. want to become an adult too fast right. and not living in the moment realizing like you know for the day you're being the best you can for the day and just worry about that right. which is one thing that i definitely had to learn myself okay yeah. so what made you choose wisconsin why wisconsin okay so the top basically the top five schools were they were notre dame wisconsin wow. purdue illinois um and Northwestern, and I took an unofficial visit to Missouri. But at the time, I was focused on chemical engineering. So Purdue, Northwestern, and Wisconsin were three of the top engineering schools in the Midwest. Like I wanted to be or three of the top engineering schools in the Midwest. So I right. wanted to be able to have somewhere where I could play, but also my parents be able to see me, my grandparents be able right. to see me, and I'd be able to thrive in the field that I was thinking about. Like I wasn't thinking about professional football. I was thinking yeah. about, okay, well I'll be able to, you know, go four years, you know, I'll play football, I'll play football, but go yeah. four years, maybe possibly get out with a chemical engineering degree, go over to Monsanto back in St. Louis. Like I always assumed, like I was going back to St. Louis. <laughs> I, I never, never wanted to go back to North Carolina. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that right now, that was never, once I left North Carolina, I never looked back. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. I always, that was not a place for me. I feel you. I was just for me from a standpoint. That's just always what I thought was right. one. Like I didn't think any more past. Like oh okay, well I'm gonna go these I'm four travel years. Travel the world. I'm never. I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna travel yeah. the world. I'm gonna go here, 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 here. I'm like like man. I'm gonna come up here. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna get a degree. I'm gonna go back home. Get a good job. 
and everything's going to be cool. So end up choosing Wisconsin because they're one of the top chemical engineering programs in the country. And at the time, when I went up there for my visit, mm-hmm. like I had fun on all of the other visits except Wisconsin. When I went to Wisconsin, it was cold. Uh, yes. My recruiting visit, my recruiting visit was just uh, it was it was not what it needed to be up. It was not up to par. Uh, my host he left me at a party, and and was kind of like you know like hey have fun you know make it happen on your own you know like you'll, we'll see if you can make it and you know kind of was like all right and then in my brain I'm like well it's kind of crappy up here so I'm definitely going to be able to get my degree done because I'm not going to be wanting to have any fun or any kind of wow, stuff up here man, we are and so, we're like night and day yeah, with our thought process totally like I was on like the that. partying and nah. which schools partied the best and who had the best looking people on camera. Right. oh man that's good I was going thinking like okay well I'm gonna I'm go ahead and get this degree up here I'm like this place is boring I'm like there's not going to be much to do I'm not going to get in any trouble any kind of stuff like that you know they, they got a they got a solid football program, but mainly I was going for school, and oh, then football man. just kind of started to fall into place. So school was like take a back seat to like your education. Like you, I, I can tell you, and we both know the same people. Football. When you talk to most guys, it's like, I mean, I was going to school for football. Right. And, oh, along the way, oh look what I got. You know, right. you get your degree, and so to hear people, to hear someone actually sit up here and say. No, I had football was the furthest thing from my mind. I knew I could play. I knew it would get me in school, but I wasn't thinking I was going to play as a freshman. I, I, you know, I was going to all these awards were going to come. I just wanted to go to school. This was my plan, and it's just funny how all that changed. So, this now you're you, you know you choose Wisconsin and you're in your this is your first year there, and I mean I don't want to spoil it, so I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about it. But you get there yeah, yeah. and you start having success and you start realizing like, hmm, maybe I'm not gonna redshirt. Like, so what was that first year like of knowing, working out, getting on campus, now you're alone for the first time. Like, just take us through that first year for you. That, to me, was probably the most, you know, eye-opening experience because I got basically just kind of dropped on the doorstep. Yes. Like I was I was <laughs> late driving up there. Like my mom, we got us on the road, but I was late a little bit getting up to the seminary place wherever we were uh, scheduled. Hold on, let me, to- let me just So you were late showing up to an appointment? Well, yes, I was late. Oh, yeah, like, like today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing. A little big guy. I was like two or three, two or three, two. But I did, I did find a place eventually too. But yeah, I was late showing up to the place. So I'm running up there. They're like, "Wendell, get your clothes on." So I get my clothes on. I'm doing everything. So they get me out there with the rest of the guys. So the first thing we're doing is like a running test. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." Oh yeah. I'm like, "Cool." So what I'm was like, your running uh, test? Uh, was it was it three hundred. Like- it was the three hundred yard shuttle. And okay, so, like, so you but, had to run the width of the field. So we had to we run. ran the length like a suicide. So you start yeah. in the back of the end zone. No, that's what we did. Oh. We went from one end zone to the one end zone. Oh, you ran yeah. like the one end zone to the one end zone, and then the one end zone to the one end zone, and the one end zone to the one end zone. So yeah, like we did like that basically, and I was like, okay, we'll see who's in shape, who's in shape. So I didn't actually go up there for the uh, summer conditioning program like Ooh, all the freshmen big do. Mistake, big mistake, so hold on. So you gotta make ah. sure that you explain to those kids, you need to be there. If you can get, so that's a good point there. So if you could go back and talk to a young Wendell instead of hanging out in high school, it sounds like you'd be like, Wendell, you need to get your ass up there early so that you can be in shape and be ready to go. But see, here's where we differ. I was in shape. I was wow. ready to go. Really? I was the first at home. one. I was the first one to finish. So we you got did all this work at home. I did everything at the crib. That's impressive. Like, no, like I, I would I, never. They, I so you got out. the book, and then they were like, "Here's what you need to do." I can't even tell you. I wanted out. Like how you wanted out of Carolina, uh-huh. I wanted out of St. Louis. So my whole focus was getting out of here. Like I knew, like I was like, "This is fun," but I was like, 
these guys here and these cars here and these this atmosphere here and this these girls here. Like this is this is cool, but it's not enough. Yeah. So I was like, let me go. I was like, let me take my little job. I was working at Office Max, so let me do my little stuff at Office Max. Let me work out and get ready to go because. I worked out for the simple fact of so hard because I didn't want to get embarrassed. I was like, okay, now I'm yeah. going to the school. Like, okay, now I'm going to the school. There's going to be dudes 6'7", 6'8", 6'6", 6'5", 6'4", 340, 330, 320 pounds. I need to be ready strength-wise and speed-wise to be ready to go. So I was running on my own. I was working out on my own. I was doing everything that I needed to do. And it didn't matter. I, I took the bus up there. Like, I didn't live in the same district. Like, my grandparents, they stayed yeah. in one district. And then I stayed in the hood with my mom. Uh-huh. So we would get on, I would get on the bus. Get on the city bus. Ride, yeah. Get on the city bus. Yeah. Ride up there. It took about probably like 10, like 10, 15 miles. And walk off, get to the school, and then do my workout. I would be up there for about three hours. And then I'd ride home, talk See, to the dudes. But, and I, but and this I is love like ninety. This is like 97. So there's not much to do. You yeah. know, there's not but stuff see, like and that. I, and like, I love we're not that. distracted. Because you get these, because and then I know this takes on it. Kind of, we're gonna take a left here, but it it goes into these trainers and people who want to say, if you come work with X, Y, and Z, we will improve this. And here you are saying, no, I had a bus pass. I used to go up there where I could practice at. Like I took it upon myself to say, I want to be the best. I want to be great. And so that's what drove you, because it's just it's crazy. Because when I think about my own story. It took a little more fire. Like I, I tell, I this is a embarrassing. It's not embarrassing, but it is what it is. It, it right. built to who I am. Um, when I was young, you know, I'm getting ready to go to high school, and a buddy of mine wanted to go to Kings Dominion. Okay, well, you know, Kings Dominion, little it's small little amusement park. It's like a very cheap version of Disney World. Yes. And so he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go." So this is during summer workouts for high school. So I'm like, "Cool, I'm going to Disney World." Right. Or excuse me, Kings Dominion, yeah. and. I get back from my little vacation and yeah, good luck. You're on JV. You know, you should be on varsity, but because you made these wow. bad choices. So for you, you were so afraid, like, I got to get out of here. Me, I think I got to a point to where I started thinking, oh, I was I afraid made to it. screw up. Yeah. yeah no, I was like, no, I, thought, I was, mm. I always thought I was never, th- I was never good enough. So I was always trying to overwork and outwork everybody else because like even inside of the frame at the time like I was a wallflower like I didn't know how to talk to girls like I didn't know how to move like I was a dude that liked cartoons and I liked video games and I like yeah. you know what I'm saying like the stuff so like a kid like a would like. Gamer. like so yeah, you'd be a gamer I'm a little today. dude yeah I was just a little kid like I was just a kid so I was like okay so so I'm getting it I finally get into you know like 13, 14, 15, 16 years old and luckily for me football was what gave me that confidence this is what gave me that badge to yeah. feel like you know like I belong to something, you know, I'm going out here as a team and mm-hmm. we're going out here as a group effort, you know, to try to get something done. Yeah. Whether we win, we win. Whether we lose, we lose. But at so least we're going I'm out here together. Yeah. We're going out here together, you know. And again, that being with those guys, even though I knew we weren't that good, I knew we had some fast and talented dudes that I thought they were really athletic, mm-hmm. but I knew we weren't that good. But being out there with them gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I can't be out here myself. Right. I can so, be out here, I can actually play. Now, speaking of that confidence that you built in high school, now – you're in college now. So first year of college. Yeah. And so this is, for me, this is all looking you up for the first time, Wendell. Right. Because like I said, I've known you for years. I know your kids. I know your wife. I'm like, we're family. Right. So right. I'm like, dude, I don't need to look you up. So I'm looking you up for all this. And, and I'm reading your stuff. And I'm like, so you played in back-to-back Rose Bowl. So freshman, sophomore year, yep. which is absolutely amazing. I never played in the Rose Bowl, always wanted to. I used to watch that on TV. I watched the guys holding a rose in their mouth. Dude, it's, I, so, it's I, so cool. I love that. I love the history of all that. 
So you played in two back-to-back years, and you didn't. I'm sorry, and you played as a true freshman. So yeah. what's that Rose Bowl experience like? I'm getting excited talking about it, so I can only imagine you as oh a freshman. Goodness. So we we obviously win the game. I think we ended up beating. Uh, we beat Penn State the last game. They played us at home, so we beat them the last game of the year. We we get the nod. We get the call. You know, because we were in a three-way tie with. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, and them for the title. But because of the tiebreaker, I think we ended up going that year. So we ended up going that year. We get the roles. We get the call. And you're going out to Pasadena. You know, you're just like yes. an 18-year-old kid. Like, that's what I'm saying. I just turned 18 yeah. in September. So I'm going out there, you know, being around with the guys <laughs> yeah. a little bit, you know, going out to a couple of places. And I'm yeah. just tagging along. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like I'm, a, Yeah, like I don't even have no super personality or anything like that. I'm just tagging along. I'm just, you know, going places. But my one, my one thing that I – that I did translate from high school to everywhere else is that obviously you know me I dance. Yes. So yes. when I'm going out, you, you so, need to see yeah. that too. <laughs> so I, if I'm going out, I'm going out with everybody. They're like, like here come Dub. Then I'm like, yo, where we at? I'm like, if I'm gonna hit the dance floor. You already know <laughs> that. Obviously, me, a, a person of my size and stature, dancing. You know, having a good time, giving out that energy. At the time, I didn't understand that, but it brings, you know, it definitely gravitates the girls mm-hmm. by you. It definitely gravitates the rest of the crowd by you. Yeah. So dudes would just be up front, like, Dub, you always bring the crowd. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm just having this a good time. Dude, like, I hear dancing. It's like, yeah. we get that. You just keep having a good time, and we will handle the rest. I'm like, <laughs> cool. So go out there for that first time, but the the pageantry is exactly what you're thinking about. Yeah, like you, yeah. you got your red you got your red jacket on. Mm, yes. You go to the first little introductory dinner, and it's like prime rib, and you meet all the um, the the Rose Bowl parade people, the court. You meet the uh, the princes and the princesses of the court. You have dinner with all yeah. of them, and you go to all the functions. They have a giant uh, they had a giant tailgate for us and a giant uh, pep rally for us. There had to at least been, and I know the stadium fit probably about seventy eighty thousand. There had to at least been like like forty to 50,000 Wisconsin people there. Like at the time, really? we hadn't been to the Rose Bowl since, this is 98, we went, it had been four years since we had went. So we got that first taste of it, actually won in 94, so people were chomping at the bit. Yeah. And at the time, we were called the worst Rose Bowl participant that had ever been <laughs> by, right, one of the, you were there. by one of the commentators. So we decided to get out there, and we decided to show them what was up. And it's funny that year, we actually, um, if Miami doesn't beat UCLA, we end up playing Arizona. In the in the Rose Bowl, well, that's yeah. how long it's been. Because yeah. yeah, let me tell you, Arizona's been a long time since Arizona's been good. <laughs> it, it, it has, and I'm I'm happy, but I'm happy with uh, the new talent that they have coming yes. in. Certain people, obviously, yes, you know, than others, that they're gonna be fine. <laughs> they, yeah. They'll be just, fine. be just fine. So okay, so as we start to wind this thing down now, yeah. you know, you you played in two Rose Bowls. You're a defensive lineman of the year, junior and senior year. Now here comes the draft. Here comes one of the biggest moments, one of the biggest dreams you've had me, most of these young men out here dream of that day walking across that stage and getting their name called. I mean, you were a number 12 pick. Like, so that's like that still blows my mind. Like, I've known you forever. And when I think about that, I'm like, dude, he was almost a top 10 pick. So what was that like leading up to the draft with your family and, and all the excitement and pageantry? Like, that had to be, like, just overwhelming. It was – It was. it's super nerve-wracking, you know, when you're – because you're thinking at a time, you know, even when you're 21, you're like, oh, okay, I'm a grown man, I'm an adult. Mm. But even still, it's so eye-opening. You know, you're getting picked up by the Cowboys. You know, you're meeting Jerry Jones. You know, you're yeah. still Star Trek. It doesn't 
doesn't matter yeah. who oh, you absolutely. are. You're, star you're, you're mean Gary Jones. You know, you're going into uh, – we went to Kansas City to meet the, the Hunts. You know, I had uh, actually, you know, Joe Green show up to the yeah. to oh, the God, university yeah. and he actually, you know, ran me through workouts and stuff. And there are dudes in there, they're like, is that me? I'm like, yes, it's me, Joe Green. Yeah, stop, stop, stop. Like, but it, it, it's, it's such a thing, you know, you don't realize how – selective of a part of a group of people you are until you start to get the people get to meet the people that are a part of that yeah. group and be like yeah like you've done well enough to get to to meet a certain select group of people yeah. that you actually play this game that well yeah. and, and I never would have thought I would have been somebody to do that to, to play that game that well but I tell by anybody this I'm like put the work in mm-hmm. and you put the work in when nobody's looking Amen. and you and when I'm talking about like I was the reason I was able to win that that uh, running test when I went up there my freshman year and coming in late uh, was with the fact that I was working. I was running hills by myself. Yeah. I was running on the track by myself, talking to myself like, oh, you know, the fourth and one, you know, yeah. we're at the yeah, goal you line, you know, pass. Yeah. But that's you know, every Bryant kid playing makes in the, the move, front yard you know, with the basketball. Three seconds left on the clock. Michael right. Jordan. And how many times have we done but that? Then it, just- is, <laughs> it is every kid, but then in the same token, it's not every kid yeah, because it's sure. literally it's like a lot of kids don't even get that that chance to even be like, I, I think that I can dream or I think I got the size or whatever to even be that person yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. So it, it is a serious thing and it is a it is a huge thing uh, to give that confidence to the kids to be like, you know, you can be this, to, to go out and see them and be like, you know, you can eventually be the person that people thought I was. Yeah. And I just was out there just playing football, just having fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everybody, you know, like hopefully everybody, hopefully I want everybody to get that chance one time to be like, to be the, the biggest person in the room or to be the person everybody's looking at in the room, like it's a heck of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you go in there, but it, it's it's a lot of hard work involved. It's yes, just like it you said, it's not something that you just hand it to. You have to work for that. You have to put in the hours in the dark. You know, myself, yeah. you, even Deuce now, you know, my son has put in the work just to get to college. Now he's got to put in even more work to stay there, to yeah. get on the field, to be a starter, to even have an opportunity to go to the next level. So you you get it just comes down to hard work and you get kids who think it's just i can bypass certain steps i can jump over this step i can you know i can do i can cheat the system and it's not you know you get out of it what you put in so trying to outthink the process yeah yeah you're trying to reinvent the wheel and there's no need to do that because look at everybody who came before you and for me once i really started to understand like russell you got to put in the work like i was good i was talented I was kind of like you. I was shy, but yeah. I was still like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. And I started right. feeling myself a little bit. And I think a few times, especially in high school, it got me in trouble. And I can honestly say it got me in trouble in college because you, you do start being the biggest in the room. And when you've always been the biggest in the room, sometimes you forget that, yeah. hey, you need to step back Man. a little bit and be cool and just let stuff come to you and let people say, there's, hey, Russell's a good guy. So that's something you have to there's learn. There's a level of responsibility that yes. comes with being the biggest man in the room or the biggest person in the room that you don't understand at 17, 18, 19, 20. You, you're, you can, even as a, a dad of an athlete, try to groom a young man to be ready to be that person. But even it still depends upon the temperament of the kid yeah, to be like, yeah. Are you ready to be the man? Because some are just like, I even though you have all the preparations, you know how to speak or whatever, they're yeah. like, I've seen how this role goes. And I don't want anything to do yeah. with it. Yeah. Some and people s- don't want it. Yeah. And some people are like, you know what? Like, I've, I've like, from where I am, it's got to be much better than where, where, where I am. It's, that whatever that is, it has to be much better yeah. than where yeah. I'm at. So I'm, I'm willing to take this dive yeah. in and I'm willing to bet on myself yeah. to see if I can win. And, and that's, that's so great because 
you know, you see these kids and, you know, I know you're like me. You want to pass that passion of football on. And not just football, but just that passion of any sport, anything that you want to grab a hold of and make it yours and be the best at it, whether it's playing the violin or the cello or being on the chess team, it, it takes – days, hours, years to be the best. You don't just say, okay, I'm going to look at a couple videos and go out here and, and do what these people are doing. So, you know, it's great to have you on, man. I appreciate you showing up. And Always. this was like something that, you know, was really exciting to me because it's like I get to know people that I thought I've known for years and I really didn't know them like I thought I did. So, man, I appreciate you being here. Of course. You know, anytime, you know what I'm saying, I know this is going to be a, a, a definitely a, a great podcast, you know, very informative, it. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, the proper people on it's gonna be really really cool okay, yeah we got a great start I appreciate though, it, man. man thanks for a real. lot thanks for being on here thanks for tuning in to The Route don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates we'll see you next week